Right, it's actually uh, Wednesday night now, a week later from the last gig, and I'm rushing, I'm on my way into London to try and get to my next gig. This one is a Heavenly Comedy, which is another new night for me. I've never been here before, and it's in Shepherd's Bush, so I know the area quite well, so I'm hoping that I should be able to get this journey done quite quickly. So, where am I? Where have I got to? Last week's gig at Touching Cloth was really good. I really, really enjoyed it. It's funny because I wasn't looking forward to doing it, as you'll remember. I, I kind of wasn't up for it. I, I didn't think I kind of had my material practiced enough, so I felt a bit rusty about that. But I got a little bit of time to actually work on it, and uh, it was okay. It was really good. Actually, not better than okay. It was. It was really good. It was another one of those gigs where it's mainly comedians in the audience. There were a handful of people that, that kind of stumbled in and then stumbled back out again. But that's fine, that's kind of what happens. Tonight, I think it's going to be pretty much the same. There's going to be a lot of, a lot of comedians there again. I do know that one person uh, is going to be there that has seen this material before. But looking at the list of names that are going to be there, I don't recognise any others, so... So that's always quite nice that it's going to be people I haven't seen it before. So that's good. I have written five minutes of new material. But the problem is I've I've written it, but I haven't practiced it. So I don't feel quite ready to actually give it a go. Plus, I don't think it's quite ready to take on the road yet. Uh, I think it's, it's okay. It's not funny enough. Um, one exercise I've done this week is take one of my sequences, one of my bits, and try to come up with a few more jokes, a few more, they're called toppers. So that's when you, you say a joke, and then you think of several punchlines that go with the initial setup. And so you do one punchline, and then follow it straight away by the second punchline, which is slightly different, but it's designed to get a bigger laugh. So you kind of trying to work out where the laughs come and what order to do these jokes in. So I tried to do that a little bit with uh, some of my older material. That I'm not actually doing that tonight, but it was a good little exercise. And I need to apply that to the new stuff that I've just written because it's not it's not quite funny enough. I always find that I overwrite things as well, that there are just too many words in there, which brings me back to the stuff that I did last week at Touching Cloth, the new material I did, like three or four new jokes interspersed within my current set and they were a little bit overwritten so I've kind of gone back to them again for this this gig and I've chopped them down a little bit so I'm hoping I'm hoping that they'll be a bit more punchy and a bit funnier we'll see anyway let's see there was one joke that I did last week that I find hilarious which I'm not sure if I'm supposed to or not, but it was the one that I clipped and put in the last episode about horses' bones. I think it's hilarious. I think it's a really funny, silly, silly joke. And it's probably one of the silliest things I do. So I think that the audience wasn't really expecting it. And the laugh actually came from my reaction afterwards, which is fine, actually. The joke is that I'm saying that I don't believe that gelatin is made from horses' bones. And if it was, then therefore horses would have wobbly bones. It's a silly, silly joke. It's poking fun at me rather than the actual topic, the subject. And the laugh came from my expression afterwards. So I've actually written a little line saying, well, I'll play it to you later. I don't want to spoil it. We'll see how it goes anyway.
One other thing that I wanted to say is that I actually had a dream the other night, my first dream about comedy, which is bizarre, because um, I was just about getting ready to go on stage to do my big 10-minute gig at Luton. There were probably about 20-odd people there, and I thought, oh, this is quite a nice, cosy little gig. And just seconds before I was called up to go on stage, 50, 60 people, all really loud, drunk louts, come into the room. And just as I was going up to the stage, I woke up. So I don't know what that means. If anyone's got any ideas about what that actually means, whether it's just my nerves or or what, I don't know. I think I've been thinking about comedy a lot. (laughs) That's the thing about me. I tend to kind of dwell on stuff and get really sucked into it. And that is definitely what is happening with comedy. I think about it all the time. So I've done my uh, my gig, <laughs> and uh, when strangely tonight, I'm actually lying to you because it's the next night now. It's now Thursday. Uh, I didn't get a chance to do a bit of recording after I'd finished the gig because I bumped into someone that I've met through Facebook and I gave them a lift home. So I didn't get a chance to do any recording afterwards. I'll tell you who he is. His name is President Obonjo, and uh, he's a character comedian, and he lives near where I do. So it was really nice to just bump into him randomly at the gig. And he was really supportive. He was really good. He's been going three years. Uh, I've been going uh, a couple of months, really. So we're at different different points in our, dare I say it, careers. <laughs> no, not career, but in, in our comedy life. And uh, he was able to give us a few pointers, just generally. Uh, the main pointer he gave me was my eyebrow is my unique selling point so he said, which was really funny because I'd never mentioned it to him and that's the very first thing he said after, after the gig had finished he said, oh, one thing you've got to, got to do more of is, is your eyebrow, you have this funny thing going on with your eyebrow God, I, I wonder if I've been doing this for the last 30 odd years of my life and not realising I don't know but the gig, let's talk about the gig um, it, was, it was an interesting gig it was a small room in uh, a basement in a pub uh, which are usually quite good good spaces but this was like a little lounge room like in an old pub old style pub it felt really small and all the lights were on you could see everyone very clearly more more gigs I'm doing are like that these days where there's less of a spotlight on you on stage which I actually prefer it to be lit properly and I know you know these open mic gigs they're all different and you get something different from each one. One thing I like is the light on me. I don't know whether that's a, an ego thing or what, but it's what I, what I prefer. So that was, uh, that was kind of a bit of a difficult situation. Also, in the front row, there were five or six drunk workmen who had obviously been at work all day and then had quite a few drinks before going to a comedy night. So... They were quite hard work. They were very friendly and meant well, but they were tough because they were talking amongst themselves, and that's that's quite quite tough because they don't listen to the jokes. They don't get the jokes because they're not really concentrating. That's tough. But luckily for me, that they they left. Can't I say luckily? But I kind of would have liked the opportunity to talk to them and see how I reacted to that situation. That would have been quite a quite an interesting thing to happen. 
but it didn't happen. So such it was all comedians by the time I got on stage. And it's always a always a tough room when that when that's the case. In fact the night actually descended into mainly comedians just saying how badly the night was going for them. Uh, I have watched the video back now and I'm gonna play you a little clip right here. And this is the new joke about a horse's bones, which I just love, really love. And this is how it went last night. Um, so I wasn't sure how it was gonna, whether it was gonna work out to me and my wife when we first met, because uh, she's a vegetarian and I'm just a fat slob that'll eat anything really. And, and uh, she said to me, "Don't eat those Haribo. They're made from horses' bones. Horses' bones." I said, "No way are they made from horses' bones because if they were, horses would just be like all." <laughs> It's <laughs> pretty much the reaction I got from her when I did that in my yeah. So as you can see, I've, um, I've added a little afterthought to try and get the laugh. And it still didn't quite come, but I think that was mainly because of the, the audience. I think it's a good joke, and I'm going to keep trying it. Keep trying it until I can get it to work, because I think it's really worth it. One thing that I'm finding a little bit tough is that I'm only doing one gig in a week at the moment. And what I really want to do is more. I really need to do more to get some sort of momentum going. It's quite hard to get yourself back up after having a week of not doing it and focusing on other things. It's really hard to get that kind of enthusiasm when there's such a big gap between your gigs. That's one thing I've got to try and do more of. I've booked in quite a few for March, actually. Um, well, I sent out a few emails, and hopefully they'll come off. Um, so, you know, fingers crossed I can do that, and I can try and get this new material sorted, and try and learn it, and try and get that, that underway. Because I do have this 10-minute gig. I don't know if I've mentioned that, but I've got this 10-minute gig coming up that I really, really want to be prepared for. I feel like that's uh, my big test. So, uh, next week, I am in... I've got one gig... <laughs> just said I want to do more but I've got one gig next week at the moment and that is at Dirty Dicks where I've been before and I know that they're quite cool about you doing new stuff so let's hope by Tuesday I'm ready to give it a crack <laughs>